All right, guys, welcome back to the Sunday Game Podcast, the NFL Fantasy Edition. Uh, let's get into some injuries, man. Let's get right into this. So, any big news, any, anything you're monitoring for this week? I know you love laying those bets and shit, too, so... What are you looking at for injuries? Yeah, right now, the biggest ones I've seen, obviously, are like big implications for two teams that are obviously trying to fight for playoff spots. And the first one's uh, Minnesota losing, well, not really losing him yet, but Hawkinson's got a rib injury. He's been injured, like, even that motherfucker last game I played against him, I thought he wouldn't do well. He had about, like, 25 fantasy points. Yeah, so he's a guy that, (laughs) uh, you know, they shoot him up and he just keeps back, but he is a guy to monitor because it's going to, you know, it's just going to take one or two games where if they keep banging him, he might be gone. Worse and worse. You need to rest him, but you can't really afford to rest him right now because you're 100%. And who else do they have? They don't have any other guys. Nobody after him. Right? We were talking about how they were managed to overcome the JJ injuries. They Given Hawkins at a lot of those targets, he's basically year, right? the JJ of the team right now. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's where... helping carry that yeah. offense along with Dobbs, right? They're running more now with Dobbs because he's got that extra to on do him. it. Oh, but yeah. now, if you lose Hawkinson, that's a big target for him to potentially lose for the game. But I think Hawkinson is gonna tough it out. He's gonna tough it out for um, sure. Another guy who's had injuries, uh, Higgins. He's already been ruled out for tonight's game, though. Damn. Or it's a yeah, big loss for them. It's a big. I mean, they did well. They scored enough points without him, yeah. but it makes a huge difference. Obviously, having him in instead of having him out. Oh. So that's another one to monitor. Uh, is there anything else that you're looking at for this week? I know there's some other kind of weird stuff. There's a lot of guys that are honestly just on the injury report, like maintenance and shit. Yeah, like a that lot right? of guys right? doing their maintenance right now because uh, I think there is no uh, bye week for anybody. Or no, there is there's a couple teams. That's next know. week. There's no bye week. This week we got a couple. Teams. Yeah, but then look at week 13 though. Week 13 is going to have six teams on a bye. Yeah. So they're that's a lucky uh, lucky group. It depends on who you play though. You can either be really lucky or I mean no, but for like the team that are for off. that team. Because they get a, that's a good maintenance uh, week to get on. Yeah, but look at the teams that are going to get it. You got the Bills, which they need it. They do. Bears are done, right? No. Raiders are done. Oh, actually, the Raiders are still in it, so I can't yeah. discount them. Vikings, Giants, and Ravens. So two of those teams are done. Two of them are barely hanging on. Yeah. Bills and Ravens, it's really good for the. But there's a lot of guys on the Bills that for fantasy purposes. Yeah. Are even better. A, a few guys more. Their fields. Raiders have like Jacobs and I have Diggs, right? And, uh, yeah, you've got Diggs on top of that too. Allen, those guys, like I, you know, some running backs with James Cook. Yeah. Vikings had JJ, some people have Dobbs, Hawkinson. Giants is probably just Barkley at this Bar- point. I don't yeah. see anyone else. And then Ravens have a bunch of guys too. They got a lot. Um, so we'll see. Uh, the injuries are going to be huge. Obviously, you know, later, later in the season, the bye weeks, like you're saying, definitely yeah. helpful. But is there any guys who are looking at starters this week? Maybe uh, someone you roll the dice on? I think for start list, uh, you know, we talked about last week, a couple of quarterbacks that got, Prescott, mm-hmm. Stroud, all of them fucking did their job. And I think this week it's going to be Howell. You know, people have been, uh, he's gotten a little bit of hate because he's had those uh, hot and cold kind of streaks. But he's playing against the Giants, and there hasn't been a single quarterback that hasn't come into New York and had a great time. So there we go. How, and it's a divisional matchup, too. Yeah, a divisional it's matchup. Huge. They lost to them earlier in the season, like 14-7, to 7, and ended yeah. up giving up a bunch of sacks. Yeah. Howell's on pace to be the most sack quarterback of all time for regular season. Block. Outpacing Wilson, dude. No, Carr. Carr had 76. Carr, yeah. That's the high. 76 sacks in a 16-game season with That's nice. almost five sacks a game. And this guy's on pace for 80, but a lot of that was in the first four or five games of the season. Last 
probably about five, six games. He started to settle down a little bit and become like a. He, but he can, he's only in his second year. You have yeah. to think about yeah. that. And he was a fourth round draft pick, I think, as well. So people think he's been there for like three, four years. He's only played, I think, 11, 12, because I don't think he played very much at all last year. No, because remember, they still had Heineke and some They still had Heineke, played a bunch of games, and then he had so went there for a bit. He went to the plane. He did his little yeah, thing he was. How was it until later on in the season, right. and then all of this season so far? So, I think you're right about that one. The guy I'm looking at for this week as well is James Cook. After that fumble last week, he came back. He he motivated. Yeah, yeah, definitely was cooking. Yeah. So and I think terrible pun, but yes. And yeah, and they're gonna need him. Like, they have no offense if their run game isn't there, and there's only so many guys that can run for that team. You got James Cook mm-hmm. and Allen. So you don't want your quarterback obviously being one of your lead uh, rushers. He does it every year though. He man. does it he every does year. It every anybody. You're right. Like they need to. There, the there's a reason the offensive coordinator got fired, other than being a desperation move, right? Yeah. So I'm interested to see how they use James Cook this week as well, especially considering you know Jets Jets so far for most of the year have done pretty well yep. against the rub. But last game, like you were saying earlier, uh, Jacobs flashed him for like 150 yeah. yards and he, he ripped up out of your eye there, right? Yeah. So I think the Jets defense has taken a lot of like, they've just been on the field so much with how bad their offense is. I right? think that's what it's more so. It's them being on the field too much and kind of the wear and tear kicks in there. If they weren't on the field as much, I don't think any... And there's always pressure on those guys to do it, right? Yeah. So they, if they can hold... If they can hold James Cook and make him, uh, what is it called, uh, Buffalo go with you know second and long, third and long situations, I think. Yep. yep. But if Buffalo is in a situation where it's second and short, I think Buffalo is going to come back looking motivated. They're going to. Yep. I mean, I don't know how well their defense is going to play, but yep. this is a big game for the uh, Bills. They already lost to the Jets once this year. Yep. They can't afford to lose another game to these guys, considering where they are in the playoff standings and what they're trying to get done this year too. <laughs> so. Um, let's move it on to wide receivers. Uh, who do we got here? We got Boyd, obviously. Again. With Higgins out. He, I mean, you got like 15 plus fantasy points last yeah. week, right? Yeah. So depending on your PPR or yep. half PPR. And then I think Addison, you know, with the injuries with Hawkinson, JJ still not being back. I think Addison's, uh, going to get some targets this week too. Yep. And I think, uh, Bob's getting a little more accustomed to the game plan and what their scheme is. I think it's going to help Addison too because guys are going to be able to tell, you know, he used Hawkinson a lot, so he's going to be defended pretty well that, hey, let's take away what this guy is liking right now and make him have to throw to these other guys. And I think he's Addison is just a guy. You give him the ball, he's a good uh, slot guy. You can get him to do a couple of deep runs. and He's going to get his targets, man. You'll get him all over the yeah. field, which you're right, and that's going to be huge. Yeah. So we'll see what those guys do this week as well. I'm kind of keeping an eye on um, Boyd there. Hopefully, I think some guys have picked him up in our league, but if you haven't, he's probably a good week to start him again or at yeah. least pick him up and start him. And then on top of that, who do, who, who is you? who is your tight end for this week? Because I know you were talking about him earlier. Kelsey. Kelsey or or somebody else? Kelsey's my guy now this week because last week he was on a bye. Mm. No, I meant like uh, for this week. Who do you expect to do really well? Well, this week, uh, Andrews. Andrews? I think actually both of the tight ends for Cincy and uh, mm. uh, what is it called? Uh, Baltimore. They're both going to be good. And for Cincy, it's uh, what's his name again? Hudson or something like that. There's a Urban Smith Jr. Not Smith? him. It's the other no, one. Because uh, he's kind of like sucked. He's kind of fizzled out. But the Hudson guy, he had like 
And because uh, like of all the extra targets that without that Higgins, right? Even yeah. the other guy ripped him up, slot receiver Irwin. Irwin, yeah, right. He, he was. They there. were just the targets. That's the main thing. So I think both tight ends actually for Cincy and uh, Baltimore are going to be locks because they're going to have to do a lot of short throwing. Mm-hmm. We got two decent, like one really good defense. Obviously, since he's defense kind of stepped their shit up to a little bit. They got some injuries on that defense they do. now, right? They still have injuries there. So it's like we're going to kind of... We're going to kind of see two teams, more of a divisional matchup. Yeah. Yep. And I think an outlet for both receivers or uh, quarterbacks is just going to be, this is your receiver. Hey, go to your tight end. Go to your tight end for short. Maybe some long ones. Move the ball. Move the ball. I think they're right. just two guys to really just move the ball. You know, and I think if you're in a full PPR league, they're going to be really good for uh, just targets and catches. I can't wait, though. Yeah. It should be a good game. I mean, I have Andrews in my uh, fantasy team, so let's hope that uh, we're both right about that. <laughs> Um, stash guys, guys are a little quieter. Um, I'm going to go start off with my running back just, you know, from personal, yeah. I have Jalen Warren. I picked him up a few weeks ago. Actually, no, I think about him for a bunch of the season, but for guys who haven't like picked him up or he's kind of in the lead back role. I mean, I don't know what his roster percentage is in a lot of leagues, but if he's out there, grab him. Yeah. He's, I think he's, he's a stash guy, but it looks like he's trending to be the number one. Running back right now, so at this we might be stashed this week, but now against the Cleveland defense, but it looks like he's going to be our starter real soon at this point. So yeah. that's my running back pick for the B a week. Do you have a, I guess you can talk about the next one because they kind of both play into each other. A little yeah, bit. I think quarterback, wide receiver. I got both, uh, both from Green Bay. We got quarterback Jordan Love, mm-hmm. who's kind of going to have a lot of matchups that are coming up that are going to be. He's going to have to throw. So, uh, you know, coming back from behind, which I think Green Bay is going to do a lot of continuously. Yep, and yep. then the guy he has to throw to, I think, the wide receiver, Romeo uh, Dobbs, Dobbs. He's a guy that I also picked up before, dropped. Somebody else has picked up, dropped. <laughs> and you know, he'll give you one good game or two good games and have a bad game and people kind of quit on him. But I think he's a guy that if you really need a wide receiver three to four flex, how deep your league is. He's a guy on the matchup, knowing that Jordan Love is going to have yeah. to throw. You might be able to put him in there. How you talked about week 13, there's going to be a lot of uh, people on the buys. He's yeah. a good guy to just grab. Use that week, and you can put him back on the waivers. I, this is that year where, you know, if, even if guys have done shit all season, you know, with playoffs coming in a few weeks, there's going to be guys who might come on like a 6-5, six, 6-game six heater just enough to get. There's all of those guys happen late in oh, the season, yeah. right? They don't do well all of a sudden. Or they're really quiet and some boom, one game it takes. And then, you know, look at the guys in Noel Brown, for example, the Texans, right? Back-to-back 100-yard receiving games, and he hadn't never had that happen in his prior 70 games. So, crazy. You know, there's guys that will help you. Now there's guys that you might want to quit on here for the last few games of the season. I'll start off with this one because, I, you know, I, he's been my quarterback for a bunch of this year. Is Trevor Lawrence, man. He hasn't hit over 19 fantasy points all game, all year, sorry. He's coming off a two-point fantasy game, and I know he plays uh, the Titans this week. Give up some yards in the air, but they're also a divisional game. Yeah, I think they're gonna have a good big game plan for them as well. But yeah, that's my guy for. And I know everyone's like, "Well, Trevor Lawrence, he's still doing." You look at his stats; he's not played well all year. He hasn't given you those extra points. So I picked up Kyler Murray, so I'm kind of riding that train right now. It's a good pickup. Trevor Lawrence is. Maybe if he plays bad again this week, I think it's over. Yeah. I think we and him are done. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think uh, it just seems like this whole year, teams have kind of figured out 
who Trevor Lawrence is. He's a guy that loves to throw. Mm-hmm. He's not going to be running much. They, I think a lot of teams actually let him do the run and get a, yeah. a bit of yardage because he's not going to go past like a 10 to 15-yard run. He's looking for like 5 to 8 maybe. So they'll let him do his runs, and then they just sit back. You got two deep safeties, you know, covers, and they just don't let this guy get good passes anymore, and he's getting picked off. And then another thing is it's the guys – the defensive line hasn't been the same as they was the last couple of years for him. Guys are actually getting in there and grabbing him. And the moment he gets touched, he basically lets himself go down because he has been injured before. Right. I think my biggest, and this is what I've seen as well, is that you're, all those points are valid. But the biggest point that I've seen is that uh, Doug Peterson's no longer the play caller for that team. It's, yeah. They went to Press Taylor, one of his other guys. I was reading an article the other day and they were showing like, well, why is Lawrence done so bad? Yeah. They have the, you know, a lot of teams use motion now. They're one of the lowest teams in using motion in the entire league. Like so they're not, and they're not moving in on top of that. So Calvin Ridley, for example, he does his best work inside the slot, Yeah, but he plays the majority of his percentages on the outside where you're putting him as a speedster where he's not really yeah. a speedster guy anymore. Right. So to me, that comes back to coaching. You know, unless Peterson takes those calls back, I think Trevor Lawrence is at a point where you, I just don't trust that offense to get points, the points that they need to. Yep. So, yeah, no, that, that's right. That's so, well, I mean, then we'll find out. They've got a game against the Titans this week. They can bounce back from. Yeah. Um, let's see who else do we got here on our list here. So, running back. I mean, earlier it was Miles Sanders. You know, we told to drop him. Yeah, Henderson. So Henderson, and then now we're going to Chuba, a fellow Canadian. Yeah, even though he's from Alberta. Yeah, he's a guy that you know he got the lead back duties put on him, and I think a lot of people are expecting him to come in there and start taking over. But you know, Carolina's got more troubles than just their running back, so I think it's more of a team issue. Also, they're bad around. They're yeah, so yeah. bad. They're so bad. No, like Adam Thielen should not be your number one receiver. No, and I think that's not all just Bryce Young's fault. It's just overall he came into a system that didn't have development potential. Didn't have players, right? Yeah, they didn't have enough potential players. Like whereas Stroud's like we're putting big differences between him and Stroud. Stroud's coming into an organization that has a great offensive line. They got some really good young good receivers. They got, uh, you know, their running back game isn't the best, but they got guys that are starting to do just enough on the running side. And we look at the opposite, the first pick coming into a team we expected to take guys to like a Super Bowl. It's give these guys time. They have a lot of shit that they fucked up on their draft picks, which are going to other teams and all this other issue with Thielen and thinking he was going to be that number one receiver. So that's a work in progress. And that's why I think we're quitting on this guy right now is that that's a whole team that's a work in progress. So let the guy rest in peace and go find someone else. The shitty thing is, like, 100%. The shitty thing for Carolina is that their pick belongs to the view. Worst they do, it's not like they're getting the pick. Either, they're, not getting, right? they're not getting a number one pick this year. It's going to Chicago yeah. and they're using it for their own purpose. Um, we talked about earlier with, the you know, a couple of stash guys with Green Bay with Love and Dobbs, but... Watson, man, I think, you know, how well he did last year. I think he's a quick guy now. How well he did last year with Aaron Rodgers, but a lot of it was TD yep. dependent. Yep. Last few games, he hasn't done so well. It looks like the offense is moving away from him, even though, you know, Love came out this week and said, you still got to, we still believe in Watson, but I don't trust him on a week-to-week basis, especially with the offense being so slow. Yeah. Last uh-huh. few weeks as well, like, they're just not getting very many points. 
the defense has been okay, but at the same time, I just feel like there's too many issues, way too many issues. And he's just getting outshined right now by you got Reed, Daubs, and all these other guys, Musgraves now getting a lot of attention. So all these other guys are stealing a lot of targets from him. And they're actually making a bigger opportunity with the targets they're getting, right? So if you're you're getting five targets a game and you're catching three to four of those and you hit like 60 to 50 yards and this guy's getting the same amount, but he caught like two balls for 25 yards, right? Like yep. eventually your game plan is going to start shifting every game. And that's kind of, because when Watson came back, he had two amazing games. And then after that, it's just been straight downhill. Like he looked like the next guy, like an Edelman coming up, that's going to be, this is their receiver for a team or a Cooper Cobb. Like this is their receiver, but he's turned into... It's just BD straight it's now. Just the, I mean, their receiving core is so young too. That, yeah, they are. And, you know, maybe he's having a bad year. It comes back yeah. next year has a better year. But at this point, you know, for fantasy purposes, I think he's a guy you probably most teams uh, started to quit on already. So, yeah. Speaking of another team that kind of should probably be quitting on in general for the most as far as the receiving core goes, but yeah. Hunter Henry, like I haven't seen much out of him. He's had a few catching games, yeah. but they're. They don't get tight. They don't get touchdowns. They don't score it off. On top of that, it's not like they get yardage and fuck up in the red zone. They literally don't even get to the red zone a lot. He is no Gronk. He is no. He, I wouldn't even like. He's not even Gronk when Gronk is thirty-four years old. Yeah, man. true. Gronk could come in right now. And He'd put still up be the best tight end. Yeah, exactly. Hundred percent, he would be. <laughs> but they're going to Billy Zappi now. I'm like, he hasn't done well without him. I mean, they're kind of in that point where they're in a rut. They're in a rut. They fire the coach. They've got injuries on offense. They've lost a couple of receivers. You know, some guys have done well, but Mac Jones has sucked. Brutal, man. One of the worst quarterbacks in the league right now. Sucks. And I think that's, it just starts from there. Like, I think the personnel for coaching, all that's chill. It's more so of if you don't have a great quarterback, you're not going to almost have a great You've been limited. So and how many there. players want to even, like, say a year after year want to come there? Yep. When you see a stagnant offense and team like that, like right now, the best player, if we look at New England, is probably Ramondre Stevenson. And whoever really says that about teams, other than maybe San Francisco has uh, their top guys uh, running back. Yep. There's not many teams you look at and you're like, hey, the running back runs this guy's full uh, offense. Basically. And even <laughs> on top of that, like it sucks because he did really well last year, right? Yep. They don't have anybody that can take the top off the defense. Like, they don't have any speedsters on no. that team. So, I know Matt Jones has sucked, and even with another speedy guy, who knows if they're how much he would improve. But all their the receivers, they just look like a bunch of slow. They're, you know, you have to scheme these guys open, but they're not capable of getting open on their own. They're not being no. schemed open either. And then on top of that, they rely so much on their running game and those short, quick passes. The teams are like, hey, if we stop these guys, what else are they going to do? Just do that all day. Right. Because I think Bourne, the Bourne loss was huge too because he, he was all fire. He was doing well until, and it's not like they lost him for a few games. He's out for out into next year yeah. too, right? So that's then a you big got loss. lost. You've got, you know, Demary Douglas is one of your good receivers, but he's, I think, his second year or he's a rookie, right? He's actually so, good. And you got Juju and all these guys that are just tell you, right? They're just slow guys. They're slow guys. They can, they're fine if like that's your one or maybe two of them. But if you want a good receiving core, you need a mix of guys who can play in the slot, outside, some speedsters. Like you need to be able to do different things with the ball. Yeah. And they're not doing anything with that. They're supposed to have two tight ends and Hunter Henry and Gasecki this year. They basically have zero tight ends. Yeah. So, you know, that's, that's, I don't, I don't think they're going to be anything's going to happen to these guys anytime soon as far as like on a positive basis. So no, no. figure out the rest of it. 
No, leave New England alone, unless it's Ramondre Stevenson. Right. So, um, yeah, I mean, well, that's probably enough for this week's uh, podcast. We'll be uh, back next week. Anything else you want to try to chat about before we uh, sign off here? No, I think that's it. I think we covered everything, and then we'll be back next week again. All right, guys. Uh, yeah, guys, I think uh, other than one comment is probably, you know, it is uh, everybody's trade deadlines coming up from Madison. Yeah. So Saturday, I think, is the cutoff for a lot of people. Yeah, so we got to make some trades. And honestly, some people get a little comfortable with what they have. Just think about players that you might want to just take off somebody else's hands that you don't want somebody else to take because you never know what offers are being made in the background. A lot of little shady deals happen around these times with uh, guys at the bottom and guys at the top so just keep your eyes peeled and yeah we'll see you guys next week and it's gonna be a pretty big week it's gonna be a big week for sure all right guys take care peace